Okay, we're blessed, Baruch Hashem, to, to be alive. We're blessed. Thank you very much. We're blessed to start a new day, to start a new week. We have the power of renewal. One of the greatest things that holds a person back from living the life that he wants to live is that he has difficulty renewing himself. He has difficulty starting anew. And he's living in his past. And he's haunted by, by the way he's been, the way he's lived. And uh, <coughs> we know that a Jew, we count connected the Levana. We live according to the moon, which is constantly moving uh, backwards and forwards and up and down and thinner and thicker and whatever it's doing, it's not constant. Because that's the avoda of a, of a Jew, the avoda of a Yid is, is the alias and Yeridus, is the ups and downs of life and the challenges that come to a person, tzaddik, bamunasa yichya, is the tzaddik is able to shivisi Hashem l'negdi summit? Is that he's there's a constant, there's a theme. The main theme of the tzaddik, of a person, is is to try and find Hashem in in whatever the circumstance is, whatever the situation is. Nobody can do anything to you, which we're going to learn about today in this Sharim. Nobody can do anything to you. It's all for you. It's all for each and every one of us. Every situation is a opportunity of growth. Every morning, every, uh, every time that a person is awake and he starts his day and he starts his life. It could be in the middle of the day, it could be at night, whatever it is. When you're living in your life, a person has an opportunity to bring Hashem in his life. As the Kutzker says, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you let him in. That's where Hashem is. And when a person lets Hashem in his life, and he lets the Tov, there's nothing more Tov. Hashem is the essence of Tov, is the essence of good, is the essence of, of perfection, of, of love, of compassion. Hashem understands what we go through. Hashem understands, and He loves us from the day before we were born, when we were in our mother's womb, Till now, Hashem is with each and every one of us. The Yitzhahara, of course, is the exact opposite. The Yitzhahara makes everything dark. The Yitzhahara makes everything um, black. He makes everything disconnected. He makes us think of all of our Averus. He makes us think of all of our shortcomings. As the Ikar Avod of the Yitzhahara, as the Tzadikim say, the Yitzhahara is not there to make you do an Avera. There's no tzaddik that lives that's not going to do an Avera. That's life. There are only four people. The Gemara and Shabbos says only four people who are never chayta. So it's not about not being chayta. Of course we try not to do things wrong. But that's not what the Yitzhar wants. The Yitzhar doesn't want us to do something wrong. What he wants to do is he wants us to feel guilty and to feel shame and to beat us up that we're doing things not right. And he wants us not to love ourselves. He wants us not to think 
positive thoughts about other Jews, about other people, about, about ourselves. That's the main, the main focus. The, um, <clears throat> the Katska Rebbe says, I saw this past Erev Shabbos, I'll, I'll quote it inside. It's a, such a beautiful shot. The Katska Rebbe says, um, where is it? Here we go. So the Rashi says, Vayisu Merofidim, this last week's parasha, he says, um, why, why does it matter where we came from? That they came from, from Rafidim and they came to Arsinai. So it says, just like Rafidim was, just like them coming to Midbar Sinai was Bitshuva, so too from Rafidim was Bitshuva. So the Kutzkarebbe says, how do we know that they did Teshuva in by Midbar Sinai? How do we know when they came to the mountain the Kabbalah Satoru, that they did Teshuva. How do we know they did Teshuva? How do we know? We're saying, just like they came to Sinai Teshuva, uh, so too they went from Rufidim Teshuva. But how do we know from Har Sinai that they did Teshuva? So the Kutzker says, this is what he says. He says it must be because the Pasuk says, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar. And we know the famous Rashi, right? The famous Chazal, that it says, Ki ish echad belev echad. That, that each person loved the, the, the other and they were just one. And he says, Kol echad ba'atzmo. He says, every person looked at himself and saw what he had to improve. And he looked at somebody else and he saw that he's greater than him. V'nid melo sha'acher gadol mimenu. Unbelievable. bo lios That was the tshuva. Unbelievable. So says the Rebbe, you see how amazing that is. Says the Kutzka Rebbe, is that, what does that mean to have achtas? What does that mean to love, to have achtas? Achtas means you're not the problem, I'm the problem. You're beautiful. If, if I see something negative in you, it means I have to work on myself and you're fine just the way you are. And that's obviously a high level. It's a high level for a person to live like that. But that's the truth. That's the truth, says the, says the Kutzker. So what does that mean? It means that we want to work, when a person speaks Lashon Hara, when a person sees the negative in somebody else, that's the exact opposite, right? The exact opposite. What do you say? Oh, I'm all great, I'm all this. And that person, you know, is the problem. That person is the problem. No, it's the exact opposite. I need, now, now, now I just want to be clear, when we say, oh, I'm the problem, I have this thing. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a person realizing, I have to work on this, I have to work on that, I have this, this uh, um, insecurity, I have this thing that I have to work on. There's nothing wrong with that. What's the problem with that? That's where the negative thinking comes in. When a person is, is always thinking negative and he's saying, oh, I'm not going to accomplish it and I can't do it and I don't love myself and I'm not worth worthwhile and I, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a good person, I'm not going to be successful, I'm not going to be able to get through these challenges that I have. So the avoda is for a person, that's why we start off every day with purity of speech. That's why we start off every day with a Chavetz Chaim to remind ourselves, Mi ha'ish a Chavetz Chaim, who is somebody who, if you really love life, says the David HaMelech, if you really love life, and you will oyev yamim. You will focus on liros tov. You will focus on the good, 
Nitzor Lashon Chamerah, of course, I, that follows that. Nitzor Lashon Chamerah, Sasech Medaver Mirma, right? Work on your speech. Work on your speech. Work on seeing the good and people. And it's one of the hardest things in the world for a person to do. If the Chadush Yerim, it took him 16 years, one six, 16 years for the Chadush Yerim to work on seeing the good in another person. 16 years. So what, what, what do you expect from yourself? What do you expect from yourself? I was speaking to someone the other day. He's telling me he feels so guilty about certain things that he's done. He feels guilty and guilty. And he wishes he was on the level to totally forgive himself. He wants to totally forgive himself and be free from his negative feelings about himself. I'm like, when did you just discover all these, you know, start doing tshuva for all these things? About a year and a half ago. So I said, well, what, what do you expect from yourself? What do you expect from yourself? A person expects himself to be, to be uh, uh, you know, on the level to, to forgive himself. I know, I remember when I was with a, a close friend of mine who was about tshuva. You're talking about somebody who was in, this, this happened about 10, 15 years ago. He's in his 30s, 35, married with a whole family, and he's about tshuva. I remember we went to a tzaddik and our stroll together, and uh, I was translating from him, he didn't speak Hebrew, and, and he's sitting there telling the tzaddik, he's like in pain, saying, I'm married with, you know, five kids, whatever it was, I'm married, and I, and I still have thoughts and feel guilt about, about the way I grew up and th- different things that I did when I was in college, blah, blah, blah. Right? It's a, what do you expect from yourself? When you expect from yourself to forgive yourself and be on a certain level, and I'm supposed to be a tzaddik, and I'm supposed to not feel guilty, I'm supposed to love everybody perfectly, I'm supposed to be mom or somebody who sees the good in everybody and everything at all times, okay, it takes time. It takes time for a person to get there. But when we beat ourselves up, when we beat ourselves up for not being where we want to be, that's, that, that's the bigger problem. The bigger problem is when we're, when, we're, when we're upset that we feel a certain way. When we feel guilty that we feel guilty. When we feel upset that we have the shame that we feel. Okay, with that, let's learn the halacha. Question, comments? Oh, shalom, please.
And it's so true, and then you feel guilty, you know, a person feels guilty, um, and, and, and I want to say something also, it's, this is going to sound like, you know, like what? It's, it's, good, it's good to feel guilty, meaning it's normal to feel guilty. It's normal when a person does something wrong that you feel bad about it. It's normal when a person does something to feel shame. Where, where a, a person, it's, it's, it's a healthy thing to have these feelings. The, the question is how you, how you process and what you do from that. And are you able to heal? And is it, is it pulling you down? Whatever it is. But Hashem put inside of us, uh, you know, uh, feelings that when I do things wrong and I've done things wrong, so I feel bad that I've done things wrong. I'm embarrassed that I did things wrong. I'm, I feel shame about certain things. Those are, those are normal, natural, human feelings. The problem usually is, or one of the problems is that we feel guilty about feeling guilty. And we feel shame about feeling shame. Meaning we're, we're, we're that's the problem. That's the problem. The what? Right, 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 exactly. So that's, that's, that's the avoda. Okay, let's, let's begin here. Talking negatively about a speaker. Hilchus Lashon Hara, Beis Yud Beis, page 51, day 16, in Purity of Speech. The Chavetz Chaim warns us that talking negatively about a speaker can have terrible ramifications. Besides for degrading the speaker, your Lashon Hara can weaken the impact of his speech. Furthermore, as a result of your words, people will not be interested in hiring the speaker in the future. You come home from a speech and someone asks you, Right, here we go, triggered, talking about trigger of Lashon Hara. Here's a Lashon Hara trigger. How was the speech? That's already, that's already, uh, right? So what, now you're not saying, oh, what did the rabbi say in shul? Or what did the speaker say? Right, when you say, how was the speech? You're setting the person up for pure Lashon Hara. So, I mean, he doesn't say that. I'm just adding that in. Okay, good. So you have to know your customer. You have to know who you're talking to. You have to know who, if, if the person's going to understand what you're saying when you say that. You have to be very careful how you pose the question. So he says, you're not allowed to say it was too deep. People weren't able to follow. It was boring. He used to be a better speaker. The Chavetz Chaim gives us an idea. If you really care about the speaker and want to help him make his speeches more effective, then you could talk to him privately on how to better his speaking skills, okay? I don't know, you know, obviously if the Chavetz Chaim says to do that, you could do that. I don't know how comfortable someone's gonna um, do that, but, but, but that, that goes with all Lashon Hara and stuff, right? When we're, at the, when we're at work, we talk about the problems at home, and we're at home, we talk about the problems at work, right? The key is when you're at work, talk to the people at work about the problems at work, and when you're at home, talk to the people at home about the problem at home. What, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> right, if you meant it in a positive way, right? Would you say it in front of him? Would that would that would that shame him 
if he would, if someone would say, great, but he didn't understand anything. He knows he's deep. I mean, he's not alive anymore, but yeah. yeah. Okay, I hear. I hear, I hear. Have to be careful. Have to be careful. Yes. Yeah. Shimon. Okay. Okay, Shkoyach for the effort. for the effort. Shkoyach for the What did the Dafka say? That's what it's about. The doctor is the Oh, Shlomo. Shh. Spoiling us over here, Shlomo. Yeah, we're getting used to this. Yes? This kind of eliminates just like a lot of small talk. It eliminates, everyone here what Nisanel said? It eliminates a lot of small talk. Yes. What? Small talk does have a purpose. What's that purpose? Sometimes, you know, in order to get comfortable with a person, you have to start a small talk. It's, you're not suddenly going to start talking about this huge topic. Right. I mean, small huge topics. topics. Let me want to know what huge topics. You should be careful. Topics. You have to be careful, yeah. Uh, again, I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but the pro, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you can also learn to be comfortable without, without, so you learn to be comfortable without the small, I don't know what's, what you mean by small talk, but I'm saying... You have to be careful with talking about, about nothing. This pitl, pitl diburim. The gra, the gra says one of the reasons we're mabatul Torah is is because of of says there's three reasons why we're mabatul Torah, why we don't learn Torah. Right? He says the first reason we don't learn Torah is because of our tivus. The second reason we don't learn Torah is because of we talked about stupid nothingness. And the third reason he says we, we don't learn Torah is because it's too hard to learn and we don't get the enjoyment from the learning so we give up too early. So the second reason the Gras says that we don't learn is because of talking nonsense. Talking nonsense. Okay, if you I talk to a, you know, a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, so your grandmother, you know what I mean? You were, I don't mean your grandmother. I'm saying a person talks to his grandmother. You talk to your great aunt. You talk to your, maybe your mother or someone. You know what I mean? And you talk about Jastam to listen. This, okay, that's your tzaddik. You know what I mean? That's uh, a beautiful thing to do. Well, Laura enjoys telling you about... Right, right, right. But she's telling you. And she enjoys what not she enjoys what well, you're good. About Then that's fine. That's keep it aim. That's fine. That's different. Or your wife. Yeah, Shemo. Um, three. three things. Okay, um, good. Number one, what Nisano said, uh, two things, the best two of the three. Um, number one, it's awesome to be comfortable in the silence. Um, it's a very good character trait, I think. Um, number two, I think Roy Fisher once told me that when you're speaking with, let's say, your mother, father, siblings, etc., and even if it's boring and a very hand look and they're very empty, Whether they're coming into this year, 
how would I be able to tell them in a way that, if it's not there for them, how would I be able to say in a way that's uh, not considered much harm? Right, so that would go under, so that would go under the category of toelis, meaning if someone, it's not good for them to do something and you really care for them, so there are different things. You can't exaggerate about the shear, you have to make, you have to try and avoid, if I say, oh, avoid, you know, tell them there's another shear that I think might, might be something that you would like. You know, you have to be careful. You don't have to say this is negative, um, you know, in order to tell him what to do. You know, you don't, like it's the old question, do I go to this pizza shop? And you personally don't like the pizza and you think it's not good, how do you tell him? So you could say, oh, I, I you know, maybe try this other one, try, try and avoid and to make sure you're not doing it out of something personal. That already gets into us. Beautiful, Sean. Shkoff, yeah. In answer for Sam's question, I think yeah. the first solution he says that the person is going to find that he's going to go into access if he keeps quiet all the time. The girl said that person should have a lot of other things. He's going to go into access if he keeps quiet all the time. But he has a hatchet to talk about the person. He said that he should make a very strong statement not to talk about other people. Nothing. Right. Right. 100%. 100%. In general, just how Rafael is saying, in general, you don't want to, you have to be very, very careful speaking about other people. Very, very, very careful speaking about other people. It's very, very dangerous. As he even says, the Chavetz Chaim says, you know, we know even praising someone in front of other people is also very dangerous because people, especially nowadays, tend to exaggerate and they say, oh, they start talking about someone and then they pump them up to be like bigger than life. And then everyone's like, what are you talking about? And then that could be avak lashonara. So 100%, yes. Can I lie to, to not say lashonara? Yeah, in certain circumstances, yes. Certain circumstances. Like I had somebody, someone, huh? Like if somebody's speaking and says yes, maybe I like it and I didn't. Right, so, so, you, so again, you, you want to try and avoid that. But as a pope meaning, it's, it's not, I don't like saying, yes, you could lie instead of speaking Lashonara, because then a person could say, oh, I'm just going to lie and lie and lie, and then you end up being a liar. So there are, someone recently asked me this, that he was in a situation that someone was pressing him about information about someone that they needed for possibly something, whatever it was, and they asked me, can I lie? And I said, no, you should try not to lie, because, you know, unless you have to, if someone at work Right, is pressuring you that I'm going to fire you, you know, or you tell Lashon Hara, whatever it is, you, you get fired for that. Meaning, you're, you're, meaning Lashon Hara is not, you know, yeah. you know, so simple to... And then as far as lying, you, you want to try and avoid yeah, that. It was a good speech. It was very powerful. Right, that was good. And then switch. Stop asking. Yeah, right. Exactly. Great question. Yeah, Mayor. Um, first of all, the share is amazing. Thank you, Mayor. Um, I, I, uh, I wanted to say on that uh, said uh, that Pesham is the matra Paket. Right, right. Um, so I was thinking that, that Pepo is 170 and Tov is 17. And you could say, yeah, but you're missing zero. And the answer is yes. When your pet is Po, it's all good and you're missing zero. Wow, wow, wow. And, and, and it's such one, uh, not 
access with Lashon Hara, but it makes sense because Rebbe always says, oh, and Lashon Hara is when I'm not happy with myself. And when am I not happy with myself? When I'm in my past, when I'm in my future, when I'm in someone else's business. And it's all these aspects of being over there. Or like Rebbe was saying about, like, the, I remember Rebbe was saying about, like, the, about, like, the, about that virus with, like, money. Like, I'm like, like out of like, my boundary. I think, oh, I'm going to miss out on something if I'm not there. Be here, I'm with everything here, and it's cold, and what's going on with the meat. That's Beautiful. that missing zero. Have it all. Beautiful. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I have to say one story that, uh, that um, someone just shared with me, and I asked him permission if I could share the story, and he said... Uh, he said yes, um, so I'll, I guess I'll mention, um, it was Yosef uh, Stein told me the story, the chassan, it's in America, and he told me he was listening to this year, speaking about Lashon Hara, and about thinking positive, and he said he was in a situation a little bit ago where he was in a shul, and he was sitting in the shul, and he started feeling very uncomfortable, and he started feeling that everybody around him was judging him and being negative. And we've spoken about this before. He was in a place where everyone, and he started judging everyone for judging him. And he was getting very uncomfortable. And then he remembers we spoke about this year to go ahead and to look around and to start giving everybody blessings privately, of course. But right? he was in his mind. He started, you know, giving everybody brachas and praying for everybody. You know, oh, that guy should have a good day. This guy should have part of us. This guy this, blah, blah, blah. He was walking around, you know, in his mind, you know, giving, you know, instead of, you know, taking all the negativity from everyone, he was giving out positivity. And he told me, literally, he said within five, ten minutes, he was, like, ready to, like, dance. He felt like he wanted to, like, hug everybody and was, like, and the reason I want to mention that is because, is because we all, we all, as we're going to learn, we're up to this in Mitzvah Zisharim, we all um, have judgments from people, from situations. We all have a past. We all have hurt. We all have, have things that, that, that people or groups of people bothered us. We all have major, major triggers which, which, which hurt us. And we, we, we have a lot of judgment from, from ourselves. It's really from ourselves. And when a person learns to, to generate love, and a person learns that it's exactly the opposite of what you would think. It's the opposite of what you think. It's like, how can I let go you know, of, my, of my pain? How can I let go of it? But the second you turn it around, and again, it doesn't mean that you don't have to heal certain things, but part of the healing process is that when you, when you look at yourself as somebody who, who can love others, and you look at someone who can actually get yourself out of that pain, you can, you can have a shift in your whole approach towards it. Think of someone who you're hurt by. Think of someone who you're hurt by, and if you pray for them, if you daven for them, Daven for someone who, who, I don't mean just daven that you just shuffle and daven. I'm saying like you truly say, you know what, I hope that that's, that person, everything's good for that person. I really hope that that person has a good life or whatever it is. It will literally transform you. It's unbelievable. 
Not only, but I want to say, you know, this is for Shimon, but really for everyone, as we're all getting ready um, to head back, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of us are going to go back home. So what happens when we go back home, when we go back to wherever we were born, and, and uh, that triggers different things, and it brings out deeper things, where we want everyone to sort of focus on us. We want things to look at me, what I've done, you know, what could you do for me, whatever it might be. When you go home, you become like a child again. You want to take and take and have everyone treat me. I want my father to treat me a certain way. I want my mother. I want my siblings. I want my shul. I want my neighborhood. But when you, when you switch that around, <coughs> you say, how can I be there for others? How can I be there for my parents? How can I be there for my siblings? How can I be sort of like a, a foundation of goodness, of love, and it's hard. It's very hard if you yourself are hurt. It's very hard if you want people to hug you and kiss you and, and take care of you. And, and you know, it's very hard because we sort of want to relive the, the past or we want to relive something, something that we never had the opportunity to do. But it's sort of not to say you'll never have that opportunity again because you're not eight years old anymore. You're not 11 years old. You're not 14 years old. You're not six years old. You'll never get back what was. was. But what you could do is you could, you could change the whole dynamics of where you are and what you're doing and how people will be macabre from you, that people will get from you. And it's hard. It's very hard to make that switch. But, well, let me say better. It's, it's hard to make the decision to make that switch. The decision is what's hard. Once you make the switch, you feel like what Yosef was saying. When you're in shul or you're in a place and you're burning everybody up with your eyes, you're burning everybody up, oh, I hate that one and I hate this, and you're sitting on a bus and you're like, I hate this one and I hate this one and I hate this one and I hate one this one. And then you just turn that around. You say, you know what? I don't want to live in a world of hate. I don't want to live in a world of, of criticism. I don't want to live in a world of negativity. I want, to, I want to switch that. When you make that switch, everything turns around. Everything turns around. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We will be Zoha not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara. And again, I want to, I, this is very important. When you see negative in someone, it's very normal to pick up negativity in somebody. It's very normal. Our, it's, it's, all, it's also healthy. You see something that's not good in someone, it's like, yeah, I don't like that. It's normal that you don't like that. The question is, then what? The question is, then what do I do? Does that make that person a bad person? How do I, what do I take the next step? Therefore, am I not going to like that person? Therefore, what? I would ask yourself, therefore, what? So that guy is, is, a, is a self-centered person who doesn't think about anybody but himself. Okay, great. Now what? Now that I said that, now what? Do I want to hate him? What do I want to do? Do I now want to shift and start seeing maybe something good that he has? Do I want to realize that if I see negative in him, I have negative in myself? What do I do with that? Do I keep it on him? Or do I bring it to myself and try and focus on the good? One of the hardest things that we do sometimes is we beat ourselves up for seeing the negative. I see the negative, you're like, I can't believe I see the negative. It's normal to see the negative. I gotta focus myself and train myself and, and teach myself 
and remind myself every day, every day, that things happen that hurt us. Things happen that we don't like. Things happen that, that, that Hashem sends it to us. It's not the person. Hashem li lo ira ma yasa li adam. If Hashem wants you to get frustrated, Hashem wants you to get pain, you trust me, He has many, many ways for you to go through whatever you need to go through. It's not your mother, it's not your father, it's not your roommate, it's not the guy in the dining room, it's not this guy, it's not, the, it's not. Hashem has harbe drachum amakal. Hashem could make anything happen to frustrate you. It's not the person. And when a person realizes that, then, then, then he's able to let go of a lot, which we're going to actually continue in Mesil's Yasharim because that's what we're up to. So Hashem will help us all not to speak any Lashon Hara, not be Makabal any Lashon Hara, or Rechilas today and every day, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's begin. We are up to number four. The fourth thing that happens when we hang around people. Four, thing that, four things, we're up to number four. The number one thing that happens when we hang around people is we verbally abuse them. We say not nice things, says Ramkal, and we rationalize that that's okay. That's number one. Number two is we could give bad advice. We could give bad advice. Number three was classic, as we always speak about, is Lashonara. When you're hanging around people, you can speak Lashonara. That's number three. Now, here's number four. Listen to what the Ramkal says. It's incredible. Thank God we have the Ramchal to teach us about hatred and revenge. And here we go. Hasina vahan nekima. And I read inside. Hatred and revenge. Kosha ma'od. I love the, the, the fact that the Mesil Zisharm is so human in how he's explaining who we are. Kosha ma'od. Hating and wanting to take revenge is very difficult each and every one of us, Ramchal says, has a deceptive heart. We have a heart that tricks us. We have a heart that is very weak and it tricks us. And, and therefore, you're going to hate and you're going to want to take revenge. Now this is Ramchal talking hundreds of years ago. Could you imagine in our generation? A person feels insult very strongly. And he feels a lot of pain. Ready? Here we go. Revenge is sweet as honey. Says the Ramchal, the Ramchal is talking. He's telling the way we're made. We want to take revenge. We want to hate. It's the only way to find serenity from the pain of what that person did to you, what those people did to you, from those terrible feelings. al says the Mesil Zisharim, when you are ready to leave that which the natural nature forces him to feel, and you'll go against, as we always say from the Grah, the purpose of the world is to go against, the purpose of life is to go against your grain. 
to go against. So he's saying, you are mukrach to feel pain. If you don't expect to feel anger, if you don't expect to feel revenge, there's something wrong with you. It's very normal to hate. It's very normal to want to take revenge. He says, but when you're ready to be mavi al when you're ready to work on yourself, and you're not going to hate back someone who awakened in you hatred. And I don't take revenge when I'm able to take revenge. There's nothing, nothing better than that. Like, oh, now I can take revenge. Now I can get the guy. Finally, when you see that person who's wronged you, or you see that person who's hurt you, and you see him, you're like, yeah, that guy deserves it. Yeah, yeah. This is what he says. Rather, you will let everything go. You guys ready for this? Right? If you're able to be this person who is able, as we say many times, it's not about letting him off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. When you want to be clean, oh, I love everyone. I love the people who hurt me. I love everyone. I don't see negative in anyone. I don't see anything. I'm totally a tzaddik, humamish. A guy can come and do wrong to me and I forgive my rebame and I forgive my, my teachers or I forgive my brothers and I forgive my parents. Whatever, wherever it comes from. I forgive my neighbor. I forgive whoever hurt me. I forgive. I forgive. You want to be that level? Says the Ramchal, you are powerful beyond and it's easy only for who? hashares. It's only easy for an angel to be on this level, to totally, totally not have resentment and not to take revenge and not to have hatred. Lo el asher Not to us, not to us physical people. We'll stop here for a second. I want to hear from everyone here. I think the Ramchal says that what I love about what the Masil Sharm is saying is he's saying how human we are. It's so important. It's so important to be in touch with your who you are, what what really is going on, and not to fake yourself out, not to lie to yourself that yeah we can learn Hilchos Lashon Hara, we can learn how to love all Jews, we can learn how to be sensitive to everybody, we can learn to forgive everybody. But he's saying if you think that's easy, if you think you're not going to have pain inside of you, and you're not going to hold. Sinna and the chemo, which we'll talk about what those are, that hatred and revenge, you're like an angel. You're literally like an angel. We are physical people, and we feel the insult, and we feel the pain. One of the things, I'm reading the Sefer on the Pnei Menachem, the big, big tzaddik, the last Sefer Rebbe. And he was uh, known as a tremendous Torah Yisrael. And Rachmanus, he went through Tzaras himself. He went through, uh, he lost children. And he went through Tzaras, and he said... In the book, it talks about how he would be not the mother of people who lost children and later Rahman was one. And what, it, what, it, what, what hit me so much in what it says, what he spoke to them about, and what he wrote to them about, is he didn't talk about the Rabbi Nishwan. What he spoke about was he spoke about pain. And he said, I went through that pain, and it's painful, and it's painful. And all he spoke about was the pain, and the pain, and the pain. And again, he says... Hashem should give you a comfort. But his focus was not on, oh, 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 it's all from the Rabbi His focus was to feel that pain. 
to feel that and to know that it exists and to know that hatred exists and revenge exists. And when you're ready to work on yourself, okay, Avada, of course, that's what we're trying to do. But Nikias is not rationalizing. We rationalize people feeling guilty. Oh, I'm not supposed to feel guilty, like we said before in the beginning. I'm not supposed to feel guilty about what I've done. I'm not supposed to feel shame about what I've done. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not supposed to hate that guy. Of course you're supposed to hate that guy. That guy, that guy crossed you. That guy was terrible to you. That guy hurt you. Of course you're supposed to hate him. Now, now, how do I work on that? But when you skip that step, when you skip that step, or revenge, of course I want to take revenge. Okay, now what do I do? You don't act on it, etc., which we'll talk about. Question, comments, please. Right. But again, this is Nikias. Nikias, the, the, the whole avod of Nikias is awareness. Nikias is I don't want to lie to myself. Nikias is don't lie to yourself. You do have me. You do want to take revenge. Okay. You, it's, like, it's like a big tzaddik once told me. The problem is people don't want to have the Yitzhahara. They're trying to get rid of the Yitzhahara. No, I have the Yitzhahara. There's nothing wrong with having the Yitzhahara. Not only is there anything wrong with having the Yitzhahara, it's a big gift that you have a Yitzhahara. Okay, you got to learn not to give in to the Yitzhahara. You got to live in, you got to learn what to do with that Yitzhahara that you have. But, 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 but he's talking about rationalizing. Yeah, please. Yes, Natan. So, uh, if I feel resentment, which I do sometimes towards people, what do I do? How do I do it? How do I start loving guys and not resenting and hating it? Right. Okay, that, so that, that's an amazing question. That's an amazing question of, of how you can work on loving the guy, right? And... I, I, I want to I say I want to say it again because that's really the focus. I think I think Nassim, the first step is to realize that it takes a lot of time. It, it depends who it is. It takes a lot of time for a person to understand where that hate comes from. It depends who it is. It's how deep it is. If, why, why, maybe the way it works is most of the time we hate the same people. We're very consistent and how we judge people and what triggers us. This guy, meaning there are people who we hate and people who want to take on revenge of people who hurt us from our past or stuff like that. When, when, when I'm triggered by people, oh, I hate that guy. I don't like that guy. That's that. Usually those are the same people, the same style people who we hate. And you want to question yourself, why is it those people who I hate? You want to sort of get in, instead of getting, I think the key, Nassim, to your question, which is such a beautiful, I respect your openness and your question, I think the key is, before you want to fix it, you want to understand it. You want to understand where it comes from, you want to understand why do I hate it, how come it's there, why is it there, who's it from, is it about me, is it about fear, who does this, and then you sort of work. I think we're so quick to just not hate, or we're so quick to love. I was so quick, and then you would say, like, oh, what do you mean? It's my fault. Rabbi Fisher, you talk about love, love, love all the time, and talk about how to speak with Lashonara. You're right, yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. 
You can't speak Lashon Hara. We got to work on it. And we have to learn to see the beauty in people. We have to learn. But at the same time, at the same time, you have to be honest, I think, with yourself about where you're at. Nassim Borman, beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, please, please. I, I like, uh, yes, Dovi. So what is the 24 hours I have no idea. An hour? Five minutes? Yeah, this, right now. Talking about it, understanding it, working on it. Right? Working on it takes time. To get to 24 hours of love and rational and all that, it's a topic. It takes time. It takes years. It's got to be that way. Because it can't be something so valuable that's so easy. If a person, he says, the Ramchal says, a person has a deceptive heart. A person, a person it's natural that we, that we, there's a reason he's going to talk about it. The whole entire Torah is based on Is it hard to be Makayim? The whole entire Torah? I think today, if someone can check, I think today's if you scroll salon through the yard site, yeah. it is? Today? What? Not today? Someone said, yeah. Everyone today is at the yard site. Says Tuesday? Okay, good, good. Okay. I, don't know, I thought someone told me that today, but I could say it anyway, right? Yeah. I could say it anyway. But it's on Tuesday? Oh, today. Today is the yard site. Okay. So, so we could say a mimer from if you scroll salon it's a famous thing that Rabbi Shalantar says. He says, in order to change Amida, as Rabbi Shalantar, right? To change Amida is harder than finishing all and learning through all of Shas. To change one Amida. Now, again, I'm not taking away from people and who learn Dafyomi. said that one Daf is harder than uh, doing the Garden Shack. What did he say? He said one Daf is harder than Garden Shack, so that's two What's his, what's his name? Yoshafat. Yoshafat Stoudemire says doing one daf of Gemara is harder than guarding Shaq. Okay, very good. So, so he's saying like, so he's saying for us it's even no harder. I, 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 promise, I promise you it's harder to, 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 to break the meat though and finish up. I promise you. Right. 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 And I want to say, I want to say, I want to say something. I want to say something. It's beautiful. And it's beautiful that people learn Dafyomi, and it's beautiful that people learn through Shas, right? When Yisrael Salanta was talking about learning through Shas, he's not talking about, you know, you know, doing it superficially, or doing it not spending your days and nights harving and working to finish Shas. And still he's saying, still he's saying, to change one Mida is even harder. Changing one Mida is harder. So to love. I know why. why. So my, let me start these people. So if you have a program, you have a plan, and you're a little motivated, or you have a shear, so you can do it. It'll take you seven years, 15 years, depending how you do it, 30 years, right? But me, this is the genius, it's an effort. That's who you are. So if you finish it, it's 24 years in terms of the early pass. How many times did he finish us? You know what I think? But at that time, 24 years, it'll take 24 years to finish us. Right. So there's a plan, rationally, to approach it. Correct. Just do it. Correct. Like Correct. Changing Amida. Yes, for Regensburg. Changing Amida. Changing Amida, as the, as the Gros says. 
The purpose of being on this world is to change your mitos. That's what we're here for. You get angry, we get upset that I have this taiva. We get upset that I have this midah. We get upset that I'm lazy. We get upset that I'm this. We get upset that I'm that. It, it, that that's the purpose. That's the purpose of life. It's the purpose of life. Yes, Asano. Is the purpose to change the midah? Because once you change it, it seems like it's over. Whereas the purpose is the constant thing just... Just deal with it until 100 points. Whatever, hopefully. Something changes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, it it doesn't. It's not like that. You don't change. It's not like, oh, okay, change a meter, you change a meter. Again, if the Chadusha Rim, if Rabchatzko worked for six years on on learning how to smile to say good morning to someone, how hard could it be to. To smile to say good morning. Though. Okay, whatever it is, you're working yourself. After you change it, it's not over. That's yeah, you, correct. You cover correct. that's who you are in the, in the world. Right. Yeah, correct, correct. Well, it's also you. We're making it seem like oh, you just change it, just change it. If it's it's like go go finish us, become a bucky and shas kamar rashi toises and uh, no shas palpe. Just do it, and then what's going to happen after that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not it's not so simple. Oh, kiva koltai. Wow. Yes, akiva. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So you so so uh, one of the ways is you talk you you have to, you can't be in your own head. You got to talk it out with people. You have to trust other people. You have to have a friend. You have to have a mentor. Have rebellion. You have, to, you have to ask people, people who know you. You have to check, check in with people. Because otherwise a person can, Mir Tashem, Akiva, when you get married, that's very helpful because it's very hard to lie to your wife and children. You can lie to your, you can lie to your roommates. You can lie to your chavusa. You can much, it's much easier to lie to, uh, you know, to people external. When you live with somebody and your wife will know you better than you know yourself. Whether you like it or not, that's the way it works. A wife knows a husband better than the husband knows himself. So, it's a shem. Speak it out with people. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. We're talking about Nekam, the Mishil Susharm was saying, he's talking about um, experiencing the truth of your, your bad midos and we're talking about Dafka hating and taking revenge. He doesn't say anything. He'll talk about fixing it. But the first thing he says is he says it's very human. It's very normal. Only angels have it easy to love everybody. It takes time. And we're talking about how one of the avodas that's so important is to not lie to yourself and to say, oh yeah, I don't feel the pain. I'm not upset. It's all good. It's all good. It's not all good. It's not all good. Judgment. 
how does one help judgment go away? By sympathy or empathy, I'm not sure the difference, but by showing Midas Adin that he's aware of it. Correct. And he says, I know it's hard for you that I have guests Friday night. When you show that, if your wife loves you and you love each other, then it starts going away. When a guy comes to the Shoshana, look at the dog. I, I, think, uh, I, I was telling someone as kids, we would always be scared if we would do something wrong, the principal's going to catch us, or he's not going to catch us. And then it ended up he didn't catch us. So, oh, we shouldn't be scared? No, the reason why he didn't catch us is because we had that fear of judgment. And I, I, I think I'll say out there, as Rabbi's saying, once you're aware, and, 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 I, and, I, and I, I don't want to mention like, why we should keep on working on everything, because you unlock doors. Because if you stop working on something, then it's flat, the monitor's flat, and you're dead. So I think it's a, it, our challenge, Baruch Hashem, is in the box that we're not blind, we're not suffering most of us with health issues. So so that should be our problems. And when we realize that we can just keep on growing. Beautiful, beautiful. So a couple months ago I was a focus on this, so I was paying attention to it. What's the wrong calls like take on rationalization? What supports that? What's the actual bad point? So he said he's meaning why are we why what gets you rational? What's a, what's so we're going to learn that. We'll learn that. We'll learn, we'll, learn, we'll, we'll learn about how to acquire the awareness of everything we're saying. She talks about acquiring the awareness. One of the things is constantly learning about these things. You keep it in the front, the forefront of your mind. You learn musr. You learn halachas. You learn about things. So it stays in the forefront of your, of your life. You're constantly reminding yourself of the midos that you want to work on. That's one of the things that he says. Yeah, Hashem, Hashem will help. I'm sorry? Yeah. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zochas. We are in the last week. We are in the last week of Shvat. We're heading towards Adar. Adar is the month of Aleph Jar. Adar is the month of Vesachanti. We, we read... The parsha of Truma, which is Veshachanti, 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 Adar stands for Olive Dar. That Hashem comes and He dwells. As we said before, from the Kutzker, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you let Him in. And when a person, just to end, just to end this off, when a person, like I said earlier, when a person realizes that it's all from Hashem, when a person realizes that it's all from Hashem, that he's able to accept it more. We reject, as long as you're rejecting reality, as long as you're rejecting reality, you're rejecting Hashem. Because Hashem is that reality. It is exactly the way it is supposed to be. And the more a person accepts and realizes that this is the way I'm supposed to feel, and this is what I'm supposed to be going through, that is the first step to be able to change anything. Like I say when it comes to your ways, you could put, everyone talks about goals, and they talk about where am I getting to, where am I getting to, where am I getting to, where am I getting to. In ways, you must put in the address, 100%. You must have a destination of where you're going. You must have a destination of where you're going. But there's one other thing that you have to have in order to get you there, and that is you have to know 
where you are right now. If you don't know where you are right now, then your waves can't tell you to take a right or to take a left, because your waves is still uh, picking up the satellite from, from America. Your, your, your waves is picking up the wrong satellite. So I might have the right destination. I might want to get somewhere, but I don't know where I am now. And what Ramchal is telling us is he's telling us, be, make sure you have, you have service now, because that is equally important for your destination. Hashem will help each and every one of us. As Baruch Hashem, the, uh, we're heading towards Purim, we're heading towards Pesach, we're heading towards Geula, Geula Shlema. We should all be Zoha to look forward. We should be Zoha to create the days, the weeks, and the month that we want to create. And through that, we'll be Zoha to have an incredible week, us and all the Jewish people. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs>